Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A word from our sponsor. General Mills, makers of Cheerios, the ready-to-eat oat cereal that gives you go power, and Wheaties, the breakfast of champions, present by special recording, The Lone Ranger. When Bill's at bat, the kids all shout, you can't strike that slugger out. He gets a hit because he knows he's got go power from Cheerios. Yes, he's got go power. There he goes. He's feeling his Cheerios. 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 Sure, Cheerios, the cereal that's fun to eat because it's shaped like little letter O's. The only ready-to-eat oat cereal with this fresh toasted oat flavor. And listen, every delicious spoonful of Cheerios and milk is real muscle-building food. Each spoonful contains vitamins, minerals, and proteins your body needs. Yes, the good things in a Cheerios breakfast do good things for your body. Help you have healthy nerves, good red blood, strong bones and muscles. Yes, Cheerios is made to give you real go power. So every morning, get going and keep going with Cheerios. Then you'll hear people say... He's feeling his Cheerios. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fella. I'm Silver. filling their canteens from a stream that ran through a gully in the black hills of Dakota. When the masked man happened to glance up, he saw an Indian about 50 yards away on the crest of the slope. And the Indian was sighting a rifle over the top of a rock. Look out, Toto. He pushed Toto to one side and leaped to the other as the rifle cracked. The masked man drew a gun and fired. You hit rifle. In drop it. He's running away. Let's catch him. Uh-huh. 
loose gravel made it difficult to ascend the steep side of a ravine. By the time the Lone Ranger and Toto reached the top, where the flat terrain was studded by big boulders, the Indian was out of sight. Uh, uh, here. Here, rifle him, use. Toto, let me see that rifle. Uh, he never see a rifle like this. It's a bold action Enfield. A repeating rifle made in England. How Indian get rifle like that? I don't know, but we'll try to find out. We'll show this rifle to our friend, Colonel Hardwick, at Fort Blanchard. A short time later, the Lone Ranger and Toto, after showing a military pass, were admitted to post headquarters at Fort Blanchard, where Colonel Hardwick, the commanding officer, welcomed them warmly. After hearing the masked man's story and examining the Enfield rifle, the colonel frowned and said, Frankly, this is the first Enfield I've seen. I don't know how an Indian could have gotten it. This rifle must have come from Canada. Do you think Canadian gun runners are dealing with the Sioux? I doubt it. The Indians have no money. Oh, I thought the tribe received money from the government. That's true. The treaty specifies that the yearly payment is made in gold. Yeah. Each member of the tribe gets a share of it. But the Indians have no money now. They spent what they received a year ago. Oh? The annual payment is due today. It's here in the fort. I uh, plan to send it to Mr. Vale this afternoon. Mr. Vale? Yes, Oscar Vale. He's in charge of the Indian agency on the reservation. Gee. Perhaps he could tell you how an Indian got an Enfield rifle. Well, Toto and I will call him and take the rifle with us. Your, uh, your mask may cause trouble. I'll go disguised, Between Fort Blanchard and the reservation, the masked man and Toto stopped in the woods, where the Lone Ranger removed his mask and riding clothes and disguised himself as a prospector. Meanwhile, two men conferred in the Indian agency less than a mile away. One was Oscar Vale, the agent in charge. The other, a mission-educated Indian named Grey Wolf, who was the sub-chief of the tribe. He said, Vale, my rifle was stolen. What? You mean the sample infield those Canadian gun runners gave you when they were here last month? Yes. Running deer stole it. He was seen leaving the reservation with it. He returned without it. Well, where is the rifle? Running deer won't tell. He says he lost it. He's one of the young braves whose great ambition is to kill a white man. He may have done so. Oh, that's bad. Running Tear may have done something to spoil all our plans. Yes. And I thought you should know. It will be on our guard. How soon do you expect the annual payment of gold? The colonel sent word that we'll have it this afternoon. Oh. Old Chief Kilbuck may want to distribute it at once. Well, I'll stall him off. We'll need $10,000 of that money to pay for the 200 Enfield rifles and ammunition Pierre and Jacques are bringing from Canada. The sooner we get the rifles, the better. I expect the gun runners will deliver them tonight. Are the Braves lined up for the outbreak? Yes. After the rifles are passed out, they leave the reservation a few at a time and meet us in the woods near Argus City. Are they enthused about raiding the town? Uh, very. While they're shooting the citizens and burning the buildings... You and I should have no trouble cleaning out the banks and the express office. <laughs> it should be easy. With the town in flames and people fighting for their lives, no one's going to fight for the banks. We should collect a million dollars. What about the Indians who do the raiding? What about them? <laughs> Those who are not killed will be captured and hanged. But by that time, you and I will be out of the country with the money. I tell you... Hey, wait a minute. Who's that? white man who looks like a prospector and a strange Indian just rode up. They're coming to the door. Let him in. 
Vale's eyes narrowed as the disguised Lone Ranger, followed by Tonto, stepped into the office. Are you the man in charge of this office? Yes, I'm Oscar Vale, the agent. This is my assistant, John Graywolf. What are you doing on the reservation with the rifle and sidearms? That's against the law. It's also against the law for an Indian to try to kill a white man. What do you mean? One of your redskins tried to shoot my partner and me. He dropped his newfangled rifle. Let me see it. Take a look. Never saw a rifle like it. I took out the cartridges. You seem to know how to work it. Tell me about the attempt to shoot you. Well, it's afternoon. Speaking in a manner that suited his disguise, the Lone Ranger told his story. Vale and Grey Wolf listened. Then Vale said, Hey, you have a right to complain. We'll make an investigation, but I'm sure the Indian doesn't belong to this tribe. Why are you so sure? Says here, made in England. The Indian who dropped this rifle must be a renegade from Canada. Looks like you don't aim to do much about it. I better take my complaint to the colonel at the fort. Hey, give me that rifle. Now, hold on. You broke the law by carrying arms on a reservation. What? As Indian agent, I have police power. You're under arrest. Arrest? Holding the empty rifle in one hand, Grey Wolf reached for his pistol. But before he could draw it, Tonto gripped his arm. You're not going to you! Struggling with Tonto, Grey Wolf dropped the rifle. Meanwhile, Vale reached for his weapon. But the Lone Ranger's gun spoke first. My hands, your hands all right. Just your gun is smashed. Now stand back. You'll pay for this. I'll show you. Dick, you. Tonto's blow sent Grey Wolf to the floor. He's got his gun. Now both of you, stay where you are. You took my gun. You find it outside after we go. mounted their horses and dashed away. They rode north for several miles, making sure their trail could not be followed. Then through rain in a woods, where the Lone Ranger said, After I remove this disguise, we'll return to the fort and tell the colonel about the incident. Uh, how we go to fort? We ride east through this woods until we reach the trapper's trail that runs south from Canada. along the trapper's trail east of the woods. It was drawn by oxen and driven by one of the two swarthy men who sat on the seat. Get up there! Get up. Two saddled horses were tied behind the wagon, which seemed to hold nothing but buffalo hides. The men named Pierre and Jacques were French Canadians who belonged to a colony of smugglers, traders, and trappers across the border. Buying goods from the Hudson's Bay Company, they sold wherever they could make a profit. Jack, we must be near the reservation. We are near it, Pierre. But first the cave. Here we make the turn. Oh, there. Oh. The driver turned the oxen off the trail and guided them into a large cave. Tie the horses while I free the oxen from their yokes and traces. We must ride to the reservation and see how it stands there. If soldiers are nearby, we will have to wait until it is safe to deliver the rifle. Pierre and Jacques tied the oxen to the side of the wagon, and a few minutes later rolled out of the cavern. Get up Indian soon discovered the cave. Oh, 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 oh,
entered cautiously and saw the wagon with the oxen tied to its side. After making sure no one was hiding in the cave, the Lone Ranger said, The man who brought that wagon here rode south. Uh, that's how old tracks look. Let's see what the wagon holds. Uh, uh, Looks like buffalo hide. There's something beneath the hide. A wooden case? Several of them. Uh, we got hatchets and belts. Maybe open case. Yes, Tonto, let's see what's inside. Ah. Using the blade of his hatchet, Tonto quickly pried up the top of the nearest case. The Lone Ranger looked inside and exclaimed, Rifles. Tonto, these are new Enfield rifles. Sorry. What does this mean? Tonto, it looks like the work of gunrunners. Ah. I think these weapons are on the way to the Indians. What we do? Tonto, look here. This bolt slides right out of the rifle. Without the bolt, the weapon is useless. Uh-huh. So take the bolts out of all the rifles and hide them. Then we'll nail down the lids of the boxes and cover them with the hides. Open the rest of the boxes while I start removing these bolts. Uh-huh. We'll continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. That's the word up north. Just ask the champions. Up north, we know what Wheaties mean to guys like Slug and Harvey Keen. We love to see him belt that ball and make the fielders climb the wall. And Richie Ashburn, yes, indeed, he plays baseball at Wheaties' speed. Just watch him flash from base to base. This boy could win in any race. Yes, sir, Harvey Keene and Richie Ashburn are longtime Wheaties fans. Both of them know there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. Wheaties, breakfast of champions. Keep on eating your Ah, my friend, I see you have our money ready. Not so fast, Jacques. Uh, 
But the rifles and ammunition are delivered. They are in the other room. Ray Wolf's opening the cases, isn't he? We. Oui. You'll get your money when he says everything's all right. Quiet. There is Gray Wolf. You double crosses. Those rifles are worthless. There are no bolts in them. You are wrong. You're crazy. You took out the bolts so you could refuse to pay us. That's a lie. You promised us $10,000 and we want the money. We paid $7,000 for the Hudson Bay Company for the rifles. You promised to pay us and you will pay. Get up your hands. Don't shoot. Jack, take the gun. We. I am them. Now take the gold and we go. We leave the oxen and wagon here. Come on, big gray wolf. Wait. You'll not get away. I'll send the agency guards after them. We'll get back that gold. A short time later, Gray Wolf, the crooked sub-chief, sent half a dozen armed men in pursuit of Jacques and Pierre. Then entered the office and said, Well, Vale, our plans are spoiled. That's not the worst of it. While you were gone, Chief Kilbuck came here to ask why the money had not been paid. Yes. Did you stall him? I tried to, but he suspects something's wrong. Threatened to go to the colonel as we turned over the money. Ah. We'll have to explain the rifles, the missing money, a lot of things. Now wait. There we'll take Kilbuck to the colonel. Are you crazy? No. We'll say he bought the rifles and paid for them with the money we gave him to pass out to the tribesmen. We'll say we discovered the rifles. Brought them here and then sent agency guards after the gun runners. That's a good idea. I'll back your story. That'll clear us. With Jacques and Pierre dead, there'll only be the old chief to deny our story. He doesn't understand a word of English. No one's going to believe him. Meanwhile, Pierre and Jacques approach the border of the reservation. <laughs> Suddenly, the Lone Ranger and Toto rode from behind a boulder and interview ahead of the fleeing gun runners. The masked man fired a shot of warning. Right here, we'll shoot you. Get your hands up. The man with the mask. Who are you? What do you want? The answer to some questions. Kimasabi, you hear plenty of horse come this way. Indians? They are after us. They will shoot us. We must get away. Betty, only the Indian guards have guns, and they wouldn't pursue you unless Grey Wolf told them to. He is the one. He sent them. Please, my friend, ride with us. Later we talk. Were Grey Wolf and Vale in on that rifle deal? What, what do you mean, mister? Don't pretend innocence. We know you delivered Enfield rifles to the reservation. Those Indians are close. We have no time. You can't get away from them. Your horses are spent. You'll be captured long before you reach the border. Uh, we buy your horses with a big price. Where's the money? Uh, in our saddlebags. We have plenty of gold. Gold? You got from the Indians? I don't want it. Hey, the Indians are closer. Soon they're... Soon There's they're... just one way for you to save your lives. How? Come with us to Fort Blanchard. But we are gun runners. The soldiers... They, they may be lenient with you if you make full confessions and testify against Vale and Grey Wolf. They betrayed a trust. They turn on their own government. You fellows didn't. Uh, Pierre, the masked man is right. Save our lives, and we will agree to anything. Bring the saddlebags that hold the gold and ride double with Hunter and me. Without distance, those Indians, then go to the fort. Later that night, in Colonel Hardwick's office, the Lone Ranger quickly related what had happened. Then the gunrunners made complete statements that amazed the commandant. They told why the Indian agent and his assistant wanted the Enfield rifles. The colonel said, but What did Vale and Grey Wolf hope to gain by an operation? Colonel, I, I make the clean breast. I, I'm a smuggler, yes. A murderer, no. This Jacques and I heard tonight. Well, what did you hear? Vale and Grey Wolf 
Plan to arm the young Sioux and turn them loose on Argus City to kill and burn while they rob the banks. I never heard of a more ruthless plot. I'll send troops to the agency at once to arrest them. Yes, come in. Yes, what is it? Colonel, sir, Mr. Vale, John Gray, Wolf, and Chief Kilbuck are here to see you. Yeah. Really, send them in. Yes. All right. Colonel Hardwick, we... They look standing by the wall. The masked man shot him, Pierre. He's walked into a trap. I'm getting out of here. Oh, you're not. Get your hands up. You too, man. Colonel, what is this? Take your guns, Toto. Ah, me get them. Colonel, I'll report this outrage to what? Hold your tongue, Pierre. I'm arresting you and Gray Wolf on charges of misusing government funds and conspiring to incite revolution and commit murder and robbery. Oh, you have it all wrong, Colonel. It was Chief Kilbuck. Oh, you want to blame that good old chief of your crimes, huh? Well, do you no good to lie? You have no proof against us. Pierre and Jacques will testify against us. Colonel, why are you allowing a masked man to meddle in this case? Who is he? I'm the man who took an Enfield rifle to your agency this morning. Fine. And it was he who took the bolts from the contraband rifles, then saved the lives of the gun runners, and recovered the gold you gave to them. Those gun runners stole the money. Shut up, Bale. They can't prove the gold came from the agency. Yeah, but we can. It's still in the original sex. Yes, Sergeant. Yes. Put them in Grey Wolf and Irons. Then take them and the two Canadian gun runners to the guardhouse. Yes. It hadn't been for this masked man. You would have betrayed your own people and written a bloody page in the history of crime. Colonel, are you going to seize the rifles as contraband? Yes, of course. And I'll send Tonto back here with a bolt so you can use them. Good. Come on, Tonto. Adios, sir. Goodbye and thanks again. That man with the mask, he saved our life. Poison, I do not mind, but death, no, no. Colonel, who is the masked man? You've probably heard of him in the past, and you'll hear of him in the future. He's the Lone Ranger. Special recording Mondays through Fridays at this same time.